What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 167, and we're here in uh, essentially a lockdown. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, the uh, coronavirus, the Wuhan coronavirus is uh, on the loose out there, and obviously most people are at home and hopefully working remotely if you're able to do so. Not going to bars. Yeah, well, you can't go to bars now because, yeah. you know, people over the weekend were too f***ing stupid for themselves <laughs> and they couldn't handle just staying home. So now the government had to step in and say, you can't do this, which debatable on whether that's a good long term move or not. But it is what it is right now. And it's where we are. And I think uh, it shows just how serious of a situation this is. We have the foreign travel bans that are in place. The European countries are locking down. And, I mean, it's essentially a lockdown here in the United States. The schools are closed. Most workplaces are closed. All service industries are essentially closed. And the CDC says to avoid any any gatherings for basically the next two months. Yep. Um, so yep. this is a pretty long haul that we're looking at here in front of us. And it's only just the beginning. Um, yesterday, the White House said that you should avoid gatherings of 10 or more people, which I think is very prudent. I mean, at this point, you know, you shouldn't be going out unless you absolutely have to. There's no, there's no reason to be putting yourself and others at risk. So it's, you know, it's very smart to stay home, listen to the guidance of President Trump and the experts around him. Let's see. So what else we got going on? Basically, it's only Corona news right now. The You wrote about this on Town Hall, and I think this is a very important, important aspect of this because young people have been going around thinking they're invincible to this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, And young people can also get very seriously ill from the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So what, what was the gist of that story? Well, basically, it's, it's a community effort here. It's, it's not that, you know, we're going to get sick. I mean, we can get sick from the coronavirus, we're not, but we're not at risk of dying. Well, um, anyone can die from but, it. But but in terms of in terms of the age demographic though, like if you're sixty and older, it's very serious for you. It's about it's it's not you know it, it, how do you put this? It's the fact that you know we can get we can get you know exposed to it, and then two to three weeks time when you go visit grandma, grandpa, or your, or your parents, you can infect and kill them possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that sounds pretty extreme, but that's what we're looking at because this thing could live on surfaces for what. Up to no nine one, days. no one knows exactly what the timeline is yeah, on that. But yet, it, which it, is, can, it can live on surfaces. We know that for much. That's part of the bigger problem here yeah. is that we don't know what we don't know. To yeah. quote Donald Rumsfeld, yeah. we don't know no, what we, we don't, don't know, know at this point. And yeah. it could be a couple days. It could be nine days. It could be a couple hours on surfaces. Yep. Nobody knows. Yeah. But in France, more than half of its most serious three hundred cases in the hospital in the ICU are under the age of fifty. Yep. So the idea oh, that oh. The idea that younger people cannot see very, very dire health issues from this is not is not founded in fact. And if if young people continue to do what they've been doing, you know, all weekend we saw yeah. the bars were well, packed, right? Your water floor, the at, beaches were packed. Right, the beaches are still packed, yeah. and they're going to shut down the beaches, but it's a little bit late. Yeah. I mean... They've already all, been exposed. Right, if, if it's right. there, they've been exposed. All so. these people, and, and these are all spring breakers from all yeah. over the country. Yeah. So now they're going to get back on planes and yeah. take that all back yeah. over the place. And, and what people don't realize is the longer that you try to hold on to normal life here, the longer on the back yeah. end that this is going to take to go away. I, I had no idea that the uh, average age is under 50 now in France. 
Yeah, more than half. Wow. And uh, and and in Teaneck, New Jersey, yeah. from sort of our neck of the woods, mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, eleven positives, all males under between the ages of twenty eight and forty eight. So, it can affect young people. They shouldn't act like they're invincible here. And uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has been a total national hero in this case, yeah. Uh, he said, quote, I would like to see a dramatic diminution of the personal interaction we see in restaurants and bars. There are going to be people who are young who are going to end up, wind up getting seriously ill. Yes. And that absolutely can happen. You know, they say the death rate for for young people is low, but if tens of thousands of young people get infected, we're still talking about hundreds of deaths yes. here. So... It's, it's and you don't even I don't even want to get into the sixty and overcrowd. Right, that, right, and then you're only right. putting other people at risk. Yeah. The the only way to to solve this is for everybody to take a chill pill, yep. work from stay home, stay at home. I know. mean, if you know, we're lucky enough to be able to work from home. Yes, not everybody are. has. Not everyone that. is. I know. Um, Especially people in, in who deal with sensitive government work, mm-hmm. they can't they can't work from home. Right. None, none right. of these devices are secure. Yep. So. Um, Stack up those Netflix watch lists. Yeah. I saw Universal yeah. Pictures. Is I, I saw it on Barstool. Uh, they're they're gonna release uh, new, yeah, uh, some new films movies, yeah. on 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 demand. Mm-hmm. Um, just just you know, limit going outside. I mean, going to the grocery store. You're gonna have to go to the grocery store if this thing's several weeks. You're gonna have to go to the mm-hmm. grocery store. But that's about it. But um, when you do go to the grocery store, wipe down everything. Everything and and grocery stores. They have it right next to the. Um, the, uh, the the carts the carts, yeah. the, carts. The, the the hand that sanitizing mm-hmm. wipes and and the the hand sanitizers mm-hmm. one of the most interesting so. things happening with this coronavirus outbreak is a spat of liberals who are now saying hmm it might be good to actually have uh, a gun to protect yourself in dire <laughs> situations <laughs> like this and so uh, Katrina didn't they they learned nothing from Katrina. Right, right. It was literally the Wild West there. And, of course, the liberals are mocking gun owners and Second Amendment supporters for stocking up on guns and ammo during this crisis. Even in California, there's lines at the gun stores. Yeah. So people want to be able to protect themselves here. And and they're protecting themselves from – I mean, who knows what could happen, yeah. right? There's so there's so many unknowns here. You want to protect yourself. God forbid some some criminal tries to come into your house or something. You want to be able to protect yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, the obviously the police forces are still in effect. Yeah. But it, it's it's not that far fetched to think that things could trend towards lawlessness unless things get under control. So, I've had a lot of people tell me, especially from New Jersey mm-hmm. or New York, that mm-hmm. say. Man, I wish I could protect myself like you're suited to do so. Mm. And it's important. I mean, you know, look at history, right? The Rodney King riots. Police yeah. were nowhere to be found. No. Remember, the, the Koreans yeah. took to the roofs. Yeah, but their rifles, yeah. And they famously protected their own businesses. Yeah, and the, in, in New Orleans, nobody could get to some of those stores right. afterwards. And, you know, you saw those, uh, those, those basically those, those very – Blunt photos from shop owners with the guy with the shotgun outside of his flooded uh, mm-hmm. grocery store saying looters will be shot. Yeah. I mean. It's you, better to be safe I mean, than yeah. sorry. I mean. And in the famous words of Sun Tzu, stay <laughs> strapped or get clapped. <laughs> I, I got to get that, I gotta get that t-shirt. Yeah. But yeah, it, this is, this is a, I, I, again, some things can be serious and can be overblown and overhyped at the same time. But this is a highly contagious disease. The elderly are immunocompromised, are susceptible, and we got to do our part to, mm-hmm. you know, us staying home helps everybody else and vice versa. So well, the thing is, just, just stay home, folks. For if God's this sakes. virus was left to run rampant 
without any sort of mitigation measures in place. Yeah. Yeah, the death toll may be 1%. Yeah. But 1%, if half the country gets infected, 1% is a lot of people. They're estimating here, what, 30%? We'll get infected? Yeah, it could be. I mean, no one really right. knows exactly what's going to happen. Which, by the way, folks, is about 97.5 million people. But. Right, right. It's a lot of people. <laughs> yes, I mean, so. More than swine flu and about maybe 480 to 540,000 deaths if no measures are taken. But measures the bi- are being taken. The biggest, the biggest reason for all of this is to protect the integrity of the healthcare system. Yes. If, you, we, you can, yeah. if we can keep the healthcare system from getting fully overwhelmed – the death rate will be much lower. Yeah. If you look at places like Italy, where the healthcare system is totally overwhelmed right now, mm-hmm. the death rate is ten percent. Yeah. So, you you have to you have to think of this as a more as a more broad yeah. issue here. We need to yeah. keep people out of the hospitals. Yeah. The longer that we can keep people out of the hospitals we'll be and at a more steady flow, as opposed to a, a massive surge. Yeah. Within the next week, then we'll be okay. Yeah. And 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 one. Uh, medical supply that is essential to keeping people alive if they get sick mm-hmm. are like, and you've been talking about this the the ventilators yeah we don't get we have a lot of ventilators but not nearly enough if if things get out of hand i think you said we were what 15 percent mm-hmm. right well the, pro- the, the, the problem is is that this virus specifically goes after the lungs and the heart mm-hmm. with with oxygen cut off and so it, it's a very unique virus that re- basically if you're getting hospitalized, you require a ventilator, mm-hmm. which is scary. But that that's the main problem here is that nearly every single case that ends up getting hospitalized needs a ventilator. And in Italy, they're having to choose yeah. who gets the ventilator, yeah. which is yeah. horrible. Yeah. But we want to avoid that here. And by taking these measures, I think that we can avoid that here. The other thing is finally testing is really getting off the ground. And people are so anxious to blame President Trump. Yeah. For for the lack of testing. But Dr. Anthony Fauci mm-hmm. went on TV and said that this – or not on TV. He was actually on Hugh Hewitt's radio show this yeah. morning. And he said that the CDC testing delay for the Wuhan coronavirus is certainly not the president's fault. Yeah. He said it was a complicated series of multiple things that conflated that just went the wrong way. Yeah. One of them was a technical glitch that slowed things down in the beginning – it's not anybody's fault. And he said, quote, the regulatory constraints, which under certain circumstances are helpful and protective for the American people, were not suited to the emergence of this particular outbreak. So there was a confluence of a bunch of things. And he also said, quote, this has nothing to do with anybody's fault, certainly not the president's fault. So, And I think uh, Dr. Bricks mm-hmm. went on and said that there are actually there, – there, there are issues with false positives – Right, with, right. With, you need some of these tests. You need the so, test to have integrity. Yeah. You can't yeah. just, you know, you can't just use some bull test, yeah. and it's not even worth and having I, the test. At and all. I think it was high. I think you said there was a a forty percent false positive rate mm-hmm. or something. It was something. It was something astronomically high. Yeah, to the point so, where it wasn't even worth even even purchasing it from. I think we've seen it a little more in the last twenty four yeah. hours of everybody being willing to come together here and try not to blame the president. Yeah, but that was their mo for about the last week. Yeah is to blame the president for every little thing that happened with this. And, you know, he should have made this decision yeah. or he should have made that decision. They love to play armchair president, yeah. I call it. And you know, these aren't medical experts, folks. I mean, it's just, I mean, I know that's like an obvious fact, but like if they can't get reporting on sexual assault right, which they haven't been able to do since the Duke Lacrosse case, they're not going to get this right. Well, so the, the bigger thing is people act like it's super easy to be president. 
Oh, right. Yeah. They act like yeah. you know these decisions no. can just be made oh, on a yeah. whim. Yeah, it's, I would. Love it's like Sim City, right, Storm? Like right, Sim City. Right, it's I, not. The cra- you have to be insane to run for president. I'm so, I mean, no, <laughs> there, I there's a certain level of, of craziness because but you have no privacy. It, it's yeah. They're ahead, saying sorry. these things. Yeah, they don't realize the enormous pressure and stress yeah. that comes with making these decisions. Yep, these decisions are massively life altering for everybody in this country, and they're like, oh yeah, he should just do this and do that and do yeah. this and do that, <laughs> and they they say, well, he should shut down, you know. The, he should shut down all air travel and he should shut down all the restaurants and bars. Well, yes, he can shut down all air travel. I think that probably will be the next step. Yeah. You 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 uh, abandon a lot of people by doing that and you strand them in places. But the the other aspect of it is is that the the president doesn't necessarily even have all these powers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like constitutionally, unless he's going to declare martial law, which if he does that, we've got other we huge got problems. problems. But unless he's going to do that, he doesn't have the power to say bars and restaurants should be closed across the country. Yeah. Now, he could encourage it, but the real power for that lies with the state and local leaders. Yeah. The governors, which yeah. they've been doing, and the, and yeah, the mayors, yeah, which yeah, they've, they've been, been doing. doing. They've been doing that for and, sure. And even liberal mayors and, and governors and uh, politicians across the country who hate President Trump have said that Trump has been there for them. Trump yeah. and his team have been there, whether it's in the middle of the night or early in the morning, or there's something that they need, they're fulfilling the requests that they're getting. So even Cuomo said this morning, yeah. thank you to the they're president on. and his they're team. On. Yeah. That's what he said, yeah. So the, the, the idea that the media was trying to drive that the, that the administration somehow bungled this response, sure, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, they did, we can, listen, they did their part, though. They did their part. Yeah, the, but, the, the, the Dow dipped 10% yesterday. We've lost trillions of, uh, removed from the market. They, they've done their job. Well, this part, the, mar- the market doesn't even matter because there's no market unless we can yeah. actually get the shit under yeah. control. True. Which is smart, and that's what President Trump started saying yesterday. Like, yeah. Look, the economy will come back, yeah. and it's ready to go, but we have to get rid of this virus first. Otherwise, people can't go about their normal lives. Yeah. And without that, I mean, the, the mm-hmm. economy doesn't exist. And on that topic, the... Uh, the president today released a massive, massive framework of a rescue package, essentially a bailout uh, for economic fallout from the Wuhan virus. He plans to ask Congress for a $800 billion rescue package oh. to blunt the economic damage underway from the virus and its uh, mitigation procedures. Uh, it will be – this is still up in the air with a payroll tax cut or or – it will be a direct to American citizen payout. Oh, wow. It very well, I, I think actually that will be the more effective way of doing this is uh, giving money directly to the American individual. They could use that to pay their bills. They could use that to purchase stuff that they need in this time. Toilet paper. Especially, which a is A lot so of money stupid. in that, a lot of money in that. It's so stupid. I mean, I, it's like if you want to hoard something, that's not the item to be hoarding. Yeah, I mean, I this thing doesn't even cause diarrhea. Yeah. So there's also going to be $250 billion in small business administration loans, which I assume most small businesses will use to pay extreme outstanding debts such as payroll and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, there's going to be tens of billions for the airlines, probably billions for the cruise industry. Uh, we're probably going to need to look at doing yeah. something for yeah. uh, hotel chains like Marriott and places yeah. that run on tourism. Especially for Vegas. Right, yeah, Vegas. I mean, I mean, uh, all, all these places are yeah. completely shut Vegas, down right now. Vegas seldom shuts down. I mean, it's yeah. very – even for an hour, 
mm-hmm. Vegas shutting down is 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 catastrophic. So the fact that they're that basically it, the strip is shut down is, is is it shows you the significance of this. As long as people have access to their money and the credit is flowing, we should be able to tread water. Hopefully, God yeah. willingly. I thought yeah. that, I thought that was a good point that that Mnuchin made, Secretary Mnuchin made uh, this this morning this afternoon was. We're not shutting down the markets. We need to have people know that they have access to their money, which is yeah, which is good, which, which curbs the panic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know people. You know, you you've seen it. You know, we've lost eight eight thousand points over the past like ten ten or so odd days. You know, maybe we should just suspend trading. No, that that makes it a hundred times worse. That's true. A hundred times worse. worse. So. But you know, the bloodbath continues. But it, I love when they asked him mm-hmm. earlier today. They're like. When are we gonna know if it t- if it <laughs> yeah. turned the corner? Yeah, I and know. he's like, "You'll know. You'll just know." <laughs> yeah, that's classic Trump. Yeah, several we, weeks they said that. That's what Fauci said. Several weeks yeah. is when we will know if we've turned the corner if everybody does their part. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, our generation, stop being dumb and just go home. Well, stay yeah, home. just stay home yeah. unless you absolutely have yeah. to go out. Yeah. No one should be taking non-essential trips anymore. Yeah. It's just unnecessary. Yeah. Unless you have to go get a prescription, unless mm-hmm. you have to go get food, yeah. you shouldn't be going into public places. Yeah, stop. That don't, don't gallivant everywhere. That doesn't mean you can't go for a walk around the block. Oh, no. I'm going to do that this yeah, afternoon. Yeah. You know, you just social distance from yeah. people. Don't get close to people. Luckily, the neighborhood we live in, there's not, you know. There's no, not it's not crowded at all. It's no, not a it's city not. setting. No, it's not. Which is one of the pluses of living in the suburbs, by the yeah. way. I'd probably be freaking out a lot more if I lived in a city. Yeah. But... You you also on the flip side have here the the fight against Chinese propaganda. Oh. Which we've we've been talking about this now for a couple weeks here, yeah. but the Chinese spokespeople are spreading false propaganda about the Wuhan virus, and they're basically saying that it's the U.S.'s fault. Yeah, that okay. the U.S. military put this into China, and that it's all our fault. Uh-huh. But. No. It's really their fault because, one, we offered them help at the beginning. They denied the help at the beginning. They hid the virus. They lied about it. They let it escape the country. Mm -hmm. All of this is their fault. And for them to try to now blame this on us is really rich. And I tell you, I look forward to the day where we get our revenge on them for this. (laughs) <laughs> it now shows that a yeah. vast majority of Americans blame the Chinese yep. for what happened here, and that now it's up to forty-two yeah. percent think that China should pay, pay other countries for the economic yeah. harm that they have caused well, here. I mean, they they knew about the virus, they knew that it was human to human transmission, and still they allowed the Chinese New Year to be celebrated. That is where I think. The point will be where this whole thing exploded mm-hmm. because then millions of people left Wuhan. Yeah, without being yeah. screwed. So, uh, you know, at, for, forget the quarantine uh, that the Chinese put in place. That that right there, I mean, it's over. Game over. Mm-hmm. Tens and, of thousands were exposed. Yeah, game over. And now China also mm-hmm. is forcing U.S. journalists working for the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post to be expelled from the country. They have 10 days to leave. Mm. And I tweeted just a little bit ago, you know, maybe these outlets will now stop parroting Chinese propaganda, read the Wuhan virus. Yeah. Probably not. And it's pretty sick to see them try to whitewash this. Oh, we we talk about China. China is such a benevolent country. They're sending aid mm -hmm. to Italy, Storm. How how dare you criticize, you know, it's not their fault. Well, you know. (laughs) Meanwhile, Trump is shutting down European travel. Do you remember that? Well, you know, oh all of this God. started because they can't just f***ing eat normal shit. 
Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. At, the, at the entire beginning yeah. of this is that. I think even Andrew Zimmern on Travel Channel's Bizarre Foods wouldn't eat bat soup. Yeah. And <laughs> of course, the Dems here. No yeah. crisis go to waste. You remember mm, who said that? Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. Rahm Emanuel. He, the uh, mayor of Champaign, Illinois. Champaign. Champagne. Champagne. It's not Champagne. It's Champagne. <laughs> Champagne. So this. This mayor signed an executive order to stop chewing the gum. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> signed an executive order that gives him the power <laughs> to ban the sale of firearms and ammunition. I think it's a her. Do you say him? Her? Her? Him? Him? Who cares? It's the communist. The mayor. Communist. Agreed. Agreed. And because uh, yeah, this that, part of the declaration will quote order the discontinuance of selling, distributing, dispensing, or giving away of explosives, explosive agents, firearms, or ammunition of any character whatsoever. Oh my God! Remember, in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, local and federal officers confiscated firearms from civilians living in New Orleans, and we reported this. I think this was on Friday. Yeah, Katie and Katie reported this, and then. The town went into a freakout yeah. and basically tried to, like, revisionist history it. Yeah. And they're Green attempting line. to clarify. They tried to gaslight us. Yeah, they, they're Pretty trying much. to gaslight. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a very poor attempt, but, I mean, and the order is, on, is available. Right, right. <laughs> you can well, read the order. <laughs> Katie had the screenshot and was like, yeah. that's not what your order says. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's just it's so on point for them. And, you know, you saw de Blasio recommending nationalizing all industries. All supply chains, he said. Yeah, like, it's, basically, It's yeah. crazy. And as we can tell of now, there's not huge supply chain issues yet. There's no. some. But it, yeah. it, the, the initial surge here of people consuming will be backfilled relatively quickly. Yeah. Grocery stores are still out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. But those will fill up as the week goes on. Yeah. So you know, yeah, the heads of the chain said that basically, like the they, they, the shelves may be empty now, but be yeah. assured they will be restocked. There's no need to really truly panic about shortages of toilet paper, for example. Right, right, and but, they also said that the grocery stores are going to remain open. Yep, yep. and banks as right? well, pharmacies and banks. Those yeah. are the uh, essential things. Gas stations will remain yes. open. Yep. So. It's not like you're not going to be able to get what you want. Now, yeah. obviously, we say that as people who have cars, mm-hmm. it's more difficult for people who don't have cars. No. Yeah. So I do feel bad for those people, and I'm sure they'll find ways to do that. You know, grocery services have delivery. Yep. Uh, food delivery services are still going. Uber Eats is offering free delivery on all local non-chain restaurants oh. look that up in your app you know that's i think that's still safe to do yeah obviously take precautions i mean your food is wrapped yeah. so once you get it unwrap it yeah. from the outer thing yeah wash your hands really good yep. and then you should be okay mm-hmm. i think we're gonna we're gonna be okay you know everyone is a little unnerved to have to stay at home because we as americans are used to our freedom mm-hmm. but these are these are crazy times that we're living in. And we in. haven't had a pandemic in quite some time. I mean, we've never seen it in our lifetimes. Yeah. A lot of people have never well, seen the swine, it in theirs. The swine flu. Yeah, but that was different. It was yeah. it was very different. And I don't know why. Yeah, because a lot more people died. A lot of people a died. A lot of people yeah. died during swine flu in the US. I mean yeah. worldwide too, but in the US alone. I mean, no, I know, I know. I mean I had swine yeah. flu. But it's it has to do with you know the media environment, yeah. social media, yeah. um, but the the it, 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 but and also this uh, I think and you mentioned this before in past podcasts it is more contagious. Right, a person right. infected with Wuhan is is going to infect an on average up to two to three more people. With yeah, the flu it's a one to one ratio mm-hmm. usually. 
Yeah. So, but that's the um, whole point of the yeah. of the essentially quarantine social yeah. distancing. Yeah. If we can get the reproductive value under one, yeah. then it ends up dying out. Yeah. Um, but we're still gonna have you know, yesterday I think was a wake up call for a lot of people when mm-hmm. Trump threw the July or August, August time yeah. frame out. Truly out of the woods by then. Yeah. Which I I don't think that means. We'll be in our homes until then. No, that's like when like the virus. I think he's talked about like right. the virus actually being like not like but like we dead could we could see a resurgence a of the virus in the fall. So yeah, it's very important. And just yesterday they started a clinical trial of the vaccine. It's very important to keep that moving forward. Yeah. We're going to need to. Which yeah, which is I, I sorry I'd say that is an incredible milestone just in terms of you know medical yeah. science. You know how folk just go back and look up how long it took up to for us to develop a vaccine for polio. Yeah, it took almost a half a century. Mm-hmm. We have something in the works in months. Well, it's still it's still going to take at least the estimate is ten plus months 10 plus, for this to be in mass production. That's, that's still good though. I mean, Hopefully, with the work of the government and yeah. the private industry together, we can move that along quicker. Yeah. I mean, ideally. We need to have something by like September, yeah. yeah. Because next winter it will come back with a vengeance, yeah. And so we need to we need to keep cranking it's on out that. There. And I think yeah. I think uh, Fauci and Burks, uh, among all of them, understand the need to have that vaccine done yeah. ASAP. So hopefully the trials work trials well. Work well. We got test testing kits are, are coming out in mass by the millions. Yeah. We got which, I think two million in the first week and then five million the week after that. I think they announced which is going to lead to an extreme jump in case count. Yeah. But the thing is, those cases already exist. Yeah. Right. So people look at the day number that gets reported. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing today, as far as cases that are being reported, mm-hmm. actually happened a couple days ago, if yeah. not more than a week ago, yeah. when the transmission happened. Yeah. So. And that's oh, the thing is you're yeah. seeing a huge lag in the numbers coming through, right? Yeah. So we're, I don't know, what are we, above 5,000 or something yeah, cases here? I think about 4,800 and about 94 deaths. What it really is, so the deaths number is close yeah. to accurate because yeah. that's, you know, that's a yeah, real thing yeah, that's yeah. happening. But the case number the is case number, Agreed. It's got to be at least between twenty five and 50,000. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah. And who knows how many others are asymptomatic and transmitting yeah. it to people. Yeah. So now, that's why. Hey. Good point. That being said, folks, when this when these tests become more readily available for the young people who are freaking out in their homes because they have access twenty four seven access to WebMD, mm-hmm. if you're asymptomatic, if you're not showing any symptoms, don't go out and get tested. It's not for you. It's for people who are exhibiting symptoms of well, yeah, this disease. Everyone's like they want to get tested. Yeah, also, if you get know. tested, you could get it the next yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. You're going into a, a, a not clean environment. And, you know, hospitals aren't clean. We all know this. You know, staff infections up the wazoo, among other things. Well, so that's why the drive-through testing is so effective. Yeah. But it's only for people who have symptoms. Yeah, only for people who have symptoms for now. So just it doesn't don't, mean other. If you're, if you're feeling good, stay at home. <laughs> Again, yeah, it, stay at it, home. It does not mean for people yeah. to just go out and get tested. That's and a good point. I know this is not it, but, but you, you know how, how society is. People, once this thing becomes available, everyone, everyone and their mother is probably going to be rushing out to get of course, tested. Of course, of course. Because they're freaking out even mm-hmm. though they're perfectly fine. But no, yeah, yeah. those are for the people who need it initially. Yep. So stay at yeah. home. So Please. enough on corona. We could, you know, it's just <laughs> like, it's really the only I thing mean, that's going on. We're going to talk about this on Thursday. So. Yeah, right. So let's talk real quick about kind of the state of the Democrat race. Oh, Joe Lord. Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. Bernie yeah. did not land a knockout blow no, the other night. One thing that was really clear from that entire debate was that, man, we don't want 
either of those no. guys being in charge. No, they kept on they kept on mixing up SARS and Ebola and yeah. and the timeline. They didn't know what decade they were in. They had no um, solid plans to yeah. stop any of this. Basically, Bernie's plan was Medicare for all because he wants to u- use this crisis to weaponize it for his so his his left wing agenda. Mm-hmm. And then Biden was just uh, confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then Biden also said, the Biden gaffe of the day here, we're not going to have a clip because we're just going to talk about it. So he promised that during the first 100 days of his presidency, there will be no deportations whatsoever. And he said, quote, you know, that's not all, right? He adds on top of this, which is totally ridiculous. He said, quote, I will send to the desk immediately a bill that requires the access to citizenship for 11 million undocumented folks, number one. Number two, the first 100 days of my administration, no one, no one will be deported at all. And on that point on, the only deportations that will take place are commissions of felonies in the United States of America. Oh, my God. So basically, it's an open ticket. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Amnesty. Which, in retrospect of this whole global pandemic— Aren't we glad that we have a president right now who actually puts borders in place? Yeah. Because if we didn't have borders yeah. right now, Oof. we'd have been overrun. Yes. I mean, if Trump at the end of January yeah. didn't stop people from coming from China, this would have been happening yeah. in the middle of February. Yeah. And by now, we would have seen a crazy amount of cases. Yeah. Canada closed its borders entirely. Yeah. Canada is is closed. Yeah. I think people – I think that's been underreported right mm-hmm. now. But Canada – Actually, did a, a total shutdown of people coming in. Also, nothing about, about that debate. I thought Bernie was, you know, he he threw in some some good jabs. He was, he was kind of, you know, working his way up to something, and then came the question about Cuba authoritarianism. Yeah, and he just totally went off the rails. <laughs> Again, he had yeah. the the whole I'm against authoritarianism, but I'm not going to criticize portions that I think were good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that part like, ah, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's, I mean that, that that then and then he and then he kind of floundered. I mean he he did just ramble on about why that position was, I guess, moral. But he just looked like a a bumbling old fool, and that was basically the end of the debate. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, it was not good. Either of those guys <laughs> being in charge during a crisis like this would be a total catastrophe. Yeah, and that's what I think under underlined the entire situation. There yeah. was that they had no clue what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They had no measures to recommend to yeah. actually stop this yeah. stuff. So it's it's and they talked for about forty five minutes. They yeah. talked for about half the debate on fucking mm-hmm. Corona. And they they didn't they didn't have any 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 policy prescriptions. That that's why I like you know uh, Trump and his team doing more of these press conferences every week. Mm-hmm. It shows there's a clear dichotomy between the two sides here. Yeah. So yeah. just keep it up, and it's you know. Last but not least. The, oh my god! Uh, the crazy story of the day. Oh. Here. Everybody remembers Andrew Gillum. Yeah. Which Andrew Gillum ran against Ron DeSantis in yeah. Florida for governor yeah. just this past November. Yeah. Right? Was this past November or it two was years ago? Tw- uh, Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. It seems like I mean I know. these years have been blending right. together. I know. So this weekend, he uh, was in a hotel room with uh, two male escorts who had overdosed on meth. Yeah. Or I think it was one overdose one or something overdose. like that. Yeah, yeah, one overdose. And he was just totally inebriated. He couldn't even uh-huh. com- he couldn't communicate with police. And then uh granted, okay, he wasn't arrested over the drugs, he wasn't arrested for anything. He was he was he went home afterwards, but now he's going to rehab. Because when you get caught in a hotel room with bags of meth everywhere and gay hookers, 
uh, you kind of have to do some. Yeah, you got to do something. Got to do some, uh, you know, some uh, PR uh, yeah. work. Uh, well, some, you know, some spin here. So. I'm surprised that CNN didn't have him as their <clears throat> contributor on to talk about it the next day after. I know, right? <laughs> um, but that's your feel-good story of the day. Yeah, Florida dodged a bullet on yeah. that one. Florida and man, Ron Literally. DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is by yeah. far the most popular governor in the United Across States the board. right now. Forty-six percent so. of Florida Democrats also support his job. So uh, his yeah. job performance. So I don't think if Gillum wants a political wants to run for a higher office it's not going to be governor mm-hmm. he, it might be rubio mm-hmm. rubio is a different story so we'll see what happens this, first I mean, this, he, has, he has to go to rehab this <laughs> whole uh this whole coronavirus thing has thrown a very large wrench into the election cycle mm-hmm. itself yeah ohio canceled their primary today well that but i'm yeah. talking more of like just the overall uh macro ah yes campaign so yes. like there's no events. No. There's no rallies. Nope. There's no in-person fundraising events. No. You know, they're essentially restricted to social media at this point, mm-hmm. which I dare say helps President Trump. Yeah, Trump's social media, his social media is, is strong. Good. It's very good. But it's it's going to be interesting to see however long this drags on. One, uh, how it will affect people's approval and opinion and trust in President Trump. I think he's doing a good job, but... I think a lot of people are just jumping to blame him for this as if, like, you know, he was the guy who ate the bat and caused the whole, the whole <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. He unleashed it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, though. It definitely adds a whole other dynamic to this, yeah. which it's kind of like an October surprise, but in yeah. March. In March, yeah. So, Well, like, the, you know, the saying goes, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. In this case, both sides got punched in yeah. the mouth. So yep. uh, we'll see how, how, uh, how things go. I, I, you know, you always give the advantage to the incumbent on this stuff mm-hmm. so um yeah we'll see yeah. i mean the good thing that we got going for us is neither of those guys looked like they could handle getting out of bed let oh alone a, a global oh my health crisis Ugh. so but uh you know we we talked about the wuhan virus untriggered for months yeah and i got a couple messages from people they were like wow you guys were way ahead of the curve you know way ahead of the media and that's true but this is we're really only at the beginning yeah. of the process here in this country. As yeah. terrible as people don't want to hear that right now. Yeah. You know, it's a realization that you have to come to mm-hmm. and it's going to be a really long process, but you know, stay home, sanitize, wash your hands, social distance. Yep. Uh if you want to chat, we've certainly got the time. DM us on Twitter yeah. at TriggeredTHM. That's yeah. at TriggeredTHM or email triggered at townhall.com. Uh, you know, give us your coronavirus quarantine stories from your personal stories, or if you have images of packed grocery stores, empty shelves, yeah. send them our way. Or if you just want to chat with somebody, if you're, you know, send, feeling a little yeah, bit lonely. Send Mr. Producer Coke. He's going through withdrawal right now. I mean the soda. He means the, the, so- soda, the soda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the, Micah went to the grocery store and that was the one thing he got was yeah. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, yeah. He had to. I mean, he's going through withdrawal. All right, guys. Well, give us your five-star ratings and reviews. Luckily, we found a good way to record this for you um, yeah. on my phone. Yeah. So <laughs> Sorry about the gum chewing. If you guys hear the squishy cushioness, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's, that's gum. Yeah, that's just because but, that's Matt. But, yeah, it's me. <laughs> we'll, uh, we're going to keep bringing Trigger to you every single week, multiple times a week mm-hmm. for the whole process here. Yeah. Unless, unless one of us dies, but, uh, you know. Oh well, if anyone's dying, it's going to be you because you're over 30, so. No, I'm not. I'm actually 26. <laughs> yeah. You know, is that, is Stem that, cells. That's Asian years <laughs> yeah, minus Asian, five. Asian years, yeah. Asian years, 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 Asian years
All right, guys. Thanks yeah. for listening to Triggered. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Later.